Hello and welcome back to the Pink Gal podcast. Now, we have been away for a year um, and I've only recognised that by logging back on to record this podcast. But I just want to say thank you so much. We've had over 1,000 plays already of our podcast and the our audience reach keeps on growing. So I just want to say, first of all, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you so much for supporting what we are trying to achieve with our podcast. Now, for anybody who is new to the Pink Gal podcast, we like to talk about real life issues, how somebody has got through that, you know, part in their life, um, the tools that they found that really helped them and, you know, they're brave enough to share them on here to enable others if they ever find themselves in a similar situation to how to equip them to move forward with their life as well. Um, and I thought I would start with just a short episode back, our first one. Things have changed for us as a brand over the last year as well. Um, for many that don't know, we also have a clothing brand. We were predominantly fast fashion, um, but we realised that that actually does not sit well with us. Um, and we are in no way saying there is anything wrong with that. But for us, um, myself and my business partner, Victoria, we are very conscious about sustainability um, and really what we're putting out there into, you know, the community, the planet, how we can, you know, better serve people and the planet as well. And so we have decided to start our own sustainable brand and we're actually even getting involved in the creative process which is something outside of our comfort zones <laughs> something which excites us we've got full control over this um, and so just now we're putting together our samples but that's for another day today I want to just come on um, off the back I was at a conference last week um, and I don't know if any of you have read the book The Miracle Morning. There was a speaker, Hal Elrod, he is the author of that award-winning book and he spoke about different things that he had gone in his life and something profound stuck with both myself and Vicky that I wanted to share with you all. So a little background about him, very briefly, he in his 20s, was driving home one night and he was struck by a drunk driver. He was completely, like, you know, the car was completely wrote off, smashed in, he was taken to a hospital, his heart actually stopped beating for, like, six minutes. And they put him into a coma. When he came round, the doctor said, like, he would never, ever walk again. There was just no chance of that ever happening. And three weeks after the crash... Two weeks after coming out of a coma, he took his first steps. Now, during that process, he had already decided that he would accept what had happened to him because he became aware that he couldn't change it. And this is what this podcast today is all about, is understanding that external factors that sometimes impact our lives and can throw us off course, can slow us down, can really get into our heads in terms of thinking, well, you know, that's not fair, this has happened to me, you know, and we analyse it for far too long. He quickly understood that he couldn't change what happened to him, but the only thing that was in his control, even though it was medical, was the way he reacted. And 
So much so the doctors thought that he was in denial and told his parents to have a quiet word in his ear because they felt that, you know, this can't be possible. You know, this guy, unfortunately, is just totally in denial. He doesn't accept what's happened to him. You know, he's just always positive all the time. And sometimes when you're not in that place and somebody around you is so positive, sometimes it can just annoy you even more because you're like, oh, stop with this positivity. But it doesn't mean that you have to be happy and joyful all of the time. But if you can get your head around this concept, then it can really help you get out of those, I would say, you know, down moments faster than, you know, it would before. And we really want to shorten that time that we spend on giving something, you know, the power to take over us. Um, we really want to shorten that time span as much as we can. So yeah, he decided that he would just have the attitude of, listen, I can't change what's happened, but I can give it my 100% effort and just enjoy the time that I do have. Now, he put this out on, I think it was TikTok or social media, and somebody commented, you know, that had unfortunately been diagnosed with cancer. And she was like, you know, it's all right for this guy. He's never been through cancer. Like, he can sit there and say, you can't change it, but he doesn't know real pain. The guy died for six minutes. He was told he'd never walk again. He, his body started healing from within, within the, you know, the next three weeks. And unfortunately, a few years ago, he was diagnosed with a really um, aggressive form of cancer. Um, and his wife at that time, he has two children now as well, and, and his wife, um, you know, she was obviously straight into a sense of panic. What do I do? You know, how are we going to survive? How are we going to get through this? And he said, and, and the doctors gave him a 20 to 30% chance of survival, and he said, yeah, but you don't understand. Like, I can give it my 100% effort in, in, in that 20 to 30%. And we are going to beat this. And she's like, how can you be so upbeat? You know, we've just been given this, you know, horrendous outlook on life. And he said, but I can't change it. Now, this mindset comes from days of when he found himself in a position in his full-time job where he was a salesman. And that that industry is tough, like it's tough going. And a lot of us work within a, an industry where we're selling ourselves or we're selling a service, a product, you know, whatever it is where we're working. And, and, it's, and it's tough, especially, you know, if you're in a position where you're being targeted and he was getting rejection after rejection, you know, no after no, phone calls, you know, door slamming in his face. And, and he thought, how can I overcome this? And instead of looking at what he couldn't control, he started looking at the things that he could control. And so he took that same outlook and applied it to every single area of his life. And at that time when he was going through sales, it was, he could be frustrated. He could think, you know, that is like the biggest sale in my life just slipped through my hands or, you know, a customer comes back and they return all the order, whatever it is. And he's frustrated and he's angry and, you know, he's upset. And so he started setting a timer for five minutes. And he, within those five minutes, you'd start the clock and he would run and he would shout and he would swear and he would try and get it all out of his system and the alarm would go off. 
And he was like, no, I'm not done yet. Like, I need to get this out of my system. So he would go on and on and on. And then he started realising that, well, actually, I can do it in the five minutes. So he started setting the timer and really focusing on, I will stop moaning and, and get all this aggression out within that five minutes. And then he started doing that. And then he lessened it and lessened it. And one day he was you know, frustrated. Another client had said no. He set his timer. He got out of the system and he looked and he was like, oh, well, I've got another four minutes left. Like, what do I do in that time? And it's funny because he then, which was at that point known as the five minute rule, he's got it down to the five second rule because he now has practiced it enough that whatever he has to get out, he can get out in five seconds because he realises that the time is going to pass anyway and why give that emotion any more airtime than, than, than what it needs. And I understand that that can be a hard concept. It's like, oh, it's all right for you. You know, it's all right for you. We all go through, go through things, sorry, that are hard. Um, it doesn't mean that anybody's harder is worse than anybody else's yeah we've all got our own level of what is acceptable you know for us and things and different things that that that, that happen to us but this is what I wanted to just to um touch on because it's really served myself and Victoria well this week um Vicky's actually away um overseas on a work trip just now and she you know it's it's the event that she has been planning to work on you know things have changed details have changed and and usually you know she won't mind me saying this she would really get sort of caught up in those emotions you know it's very stressful when you're planning an event especially overseas and different things can go wrong and at the end of the day you know she messaged me and she's like but I can't change it all she has control of is where she moves forward from here and I would suggest you know say I could apply that into to my own life you know I used to get so het up about my relationship with my ex-husband and in terms of how we parent our two children together. And I didn't agree with certain things that he did, and I'm sure he doesn't agree with certain things that I do, but I would get, I would let it eat me up inside. I would, you know, I would let it fester for way more than I ever should have. But I quickly now understand, and I think it's really made us both become more mature and it's like, do you know what? I can't change the way that he parents. He can't change the way that I parent. All I can do is take control of how I would react to a certain situation and make sure that my children are happy. And that's made our relationship together like much clearer. You know, it, it's way better than it had ever been before. And that was really down to, you know, just take that control off. And and as I know, I know this can be difficult, but it's a really good exercise to get going. So if you find yourself this week, this month, whatever it is, and you find yourself getting really annoyed, pissed off at something externally, whether that be work, whether that be, in, you know, friendships, relationships, travel, whatever it is, try as best as you can to be like, you know what? I can't actually change that. Set your phone, even if it is for five minutes, four minutes, whatever you want. Rant, you know, <laughs> swear, shout, let it out. Because here's the main thing. 
And us Brits are very good at this, is brushing it under the carpet. But brushing it under the carpet is just going to build up, it's just going to build up, it's just going to build up. So if you can process the emotions that you are actually feeling, it will move on a lot quicker than, than what you think and allows you the time to be aware of how you're feeling and the more awareness you can create and give to your feelings and your energy, then honestly, the I think the better equipped you will be to teach that to others and especially if if you, if you are a parent as well or to give it to, you know, provide that guidance to somebody who, who may be struggling. So yeah, I have lost my track of uh, <laughs> my train of thought there. I go off on tangents all the time. Um, but really like this is a, a fabulous exercise to start doing. It's a very powerful exercise to start doing. Um, so if you can really try and set your timer, yeah, that's what I was saying, process your emotions, be like, right, you know what? I am annoyed at this. I'm going to give it airtime for five minutes and then I'm going to move on. We, us Brits, are very good at going, oh, but I have to be positive. So I'm just going to, you know, hide those emotions and move on. And then it's like a false toxic positivity and you don't want that. Like that's no good for anybody. So make sure you're aware of how you feel, process the emotions, give it five minutes, tops, and then move on with your day. And if you can keep practicing that, you know, every single day for at least, I don't know, let's say a week, two weeks, a month, you'll be way further ahead and start to process those emotions and give your airtime to that issue way less than what you have been. And that's only a good thing because the more you give it airtime, the more you mull something over, the more danger it does to you inside, the more toxic it can be for you your health, your mental health, you know, and then you're passing that sort of negativity onto friends and, and you know, you have a, a responsibility as well, you know, to, to, to not do that. So yeah, it's a short, short, short and sharp, sweet episode from me this week. But I just want to say thank you so much again. I hope what I have said has given you some food for thought. Um, if you haven't actually um, read, and this is no way in an ad whatsoever, um, read the book Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. He also has podcasts there. You know, you can look him, look him up on YouTube. Um, he's an incredible guy. He decided really to start looking at different ways successful people in his mind started their day and he created a list called savers so he starts off with like five minutes of silence then affirmations visualization exercise um then he does um like scribing as well so it's like journaling reading um now he knows that not everybody has time you know to to have a whole half an hour carved out in their morning to start their day right but even if you can choose like a couple of exercises where you maybe just have silence for five, 10 minutes, gather your thoughts. Maybe you do journal just exactly how you're feeling, what you're grateful for, because you know what we focus on grows. It's that power of um, attraction, you know, that it really does work and the power of vibration as well. So if you can even give yourself 10 minutes in the day to start it off right, yes, things will still come at you. Yes, things are still going to be challenging, but you may just start to deal with those in a slightly better way slightly better way for yourself and for others so yeah 
I will go. I will leave you. Thank you so much for listening. And I cannot wait to see you all on the next Pink Gal podcast episode. Bye bye.